ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Thursday, March 5th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program anytime by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Well, as we speak, I believe the Thundering Herd are on the road heading towards Lexington as they're getting set to travel to UTSA. That game coming up on Saturday. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. But before we can get into that game, let's talk about what happened last night. The Thundering Herd gets the victory over FAU 94-82. to A lot of things we can talk about. First of all, let's talk about Andrew Taylor. Ten points. It's a pretty good night for him. How about 16? That's a really good night for him. Five, six rebounds. It's a pretty good night for him. How about 10 rebounds? Double-double. So he had four assists on top of 16 points, 10 rebounds. He shot six of nine. Two of those were three-pointers, and he hit both of his three-point attempts. And he also was 50% from the free-throw line. Still, double-double. That's pretty good. Tavion Kenzie out there for 36 minutes. He didn't get a double-double, but he did get 20 points. And, again, I expect a lot out of Tavion, and we got that from him. Jansen Williams. How about my guy Jansen Williams? The guy I'm probably the hardest on of all the Marshall basketball players, the guy that I am most critical of, maybe, only because I know he's a better basketball player than some of his his lines have shown, and he knows he's a better basketball player. He had 18 points. Four of nine. That's pretty good. Four of eight from the three-point line, so that's pretty good as well. 50% there. Hit all of his free throws. He was rock solid. Had six rebounds in the contest. Had an assist. Only a couple of turnovers, but five blocks. 28 minutes. That's what I expect from Jansen Williams. So if I'm a little hard on him, it's only because I expect a stat line like this because I've seen his potential. I've seen what he can do. And he can play basketball. He's smart as can be, and he can play basketball. So I always expect more out of him. Jared West, 10 points. 4 of 10 also, 2 of 4 from the three-point line. He could have been a little bit better from the free-throw line. He missed all three of them there. He had a couple of rebounds. He was playing at one point with three fouls. But 10 points, pretty solid. But he's doing other things out there. And yeah, a few turnovers, three turnovers. Maybe not the best performance from him there. Five assists, though. Had a couple of steals. So he's out there. He's hustling. 10 points, pretty good for him. And then you look at Michael Byers. I don't think we've talked about Michael Byers much. It's a quiet night for him, right? Only 12 points. Three of seven from the field. He was one of four from the three-point line. Hit almost all of his free throws. He was five of six. And he gets a couple of rebounds. He's only got a couple of fouls to, to talk about. So he's out there for 18 minutes, not getting in trouble. Had a couple of assists, no turnovers. He, solid, clean line there. And you put all this together... And Marshall wins. And you have to highlight Iron Bennett's game. Two of three. Man, they love him, don't they? The officials I'm talking about. They love him. Four fouls. I mean, come on. we got to see Iron on the floor more. It's like he's a magnet. 
for fouls. Sometimes you kind of question, wait a minute, was that really a foul? And then other times you see him in a big play where he just clobbers a guy and he just commits a legal murder on the court. No one actually died, but you see a guy go down after they try to post up against him, and it looks like legal murder out there. But he didn't have the stat line that you would like to see from him. Four points. Four fouls, four points. Two of three. He was out there for 17 minutes. Missed his only free throw. He had two rebounds. You want to see more off of him. Three turnovers. Had an assist. Had a block. You just want to see more out of him. You want to see him on the court more because you expect more out of him. And if you'd have told me that Bennett wasn't going to have a good game and Marshall won against Florida Atlantic, I would ask you, well, how did it happen? Well, here's how it happened. The herd shot. 94 points. That's a season high for them. 31 of 58. Not only were they pretty good from the field, 31 of 58, 12 of 22 from the three-point line. Free throws, pretty solid, 20 of 27. 38 rebounds. They, they got out-rebounded by FAU. We expected that, but not by much. The foul situation, it was kind of – it wasn't as bad as maybe some thought. Still, it was a little chippy out there, just a little bit. Not vicious, not guys are looking to fight. No, it was just a physical game. Really, it was just a physical game. And you look at where Marshall – picked up the points, and you look at the hustle stats, Marshall outscores FAU in the paint 36-34. That could have been maybe better if, say, Bennett was out there a little bit longer. Points off turnovers, it's about the same, 12 for Marshall, 11 for FAU. FAU, this is where they stayed in the game because you look at the rebound situation, 42 rebounds, 25 defensive boards, 17 offensive boards. And the second-chance points go in their favor, 21-12. and 12. That's how they're hanging in this game. Fast-break points, 4 nothing in favor of Marshall. And bench points, 30-26 in favor of FAU. Nominal, to say the least. But look at Marshall's efficiency. In that first half, 17-32, they shot 53.1%. Second half, they shot 14-26, 53.8%. So for the game, they shot over 50% with 31-58. of That's 53.4%. So they were shooting well. Three-point line is really where they were making their, their presence known. I think you got to look at that and say that was pretty good. Six of ten in that first half for 60%. Second half, it cooled off a little bit. Six of 12, 50%. But for the game, 12 of 22, so over 54% from the three-point line. And then the free throws, as we mentioned, 5 of 8 in that first half, 15 of 19 in that second half. And for the game, 20 of 27, that's 74.1%. So Marshall was able to win all those key categories. Marshall goes into half, 45-38, on top of FAU. And they win that game in the second half as well. They outscore them 49-44. to Add it all up, 94-82 is your final. Good crowd for the final regular season game at the Cam Henderson Center, 5,426. Good crowd, good Wednesday night crowd. Now next up for the Thundering Herd, on the road as we speak. They're traveling today, heading to Lexington, and then they're going to head over to San Antonio. They're going to stay there, play that game, and then they're going to head to Frisco, 
They've got several days on the road, and if it goes well, they're going to be on the road for a long time before they come back to the Henderson Center. If they're in the Conference USA Championship game, I don't think they're going to mind being on the road, living out of a suitcase for over a week, maybe maybe longer. This depends on how quick they can get back and then where they have to go if they get into the NCAA tournament. But we're looking far ahead. When we come back, I've got some interviews I want to get to. Jansen Williams, I talked to him last night. Check that. Jared West, I talked to Jared West last night. So we're going to hear from Jared West. Later on, I've got Andrew Taylor. I talked to him earlier today at practice. I talked to Tavion Kenzie at practice. Uh, we'll hear from Dan D'Antoni. So we've got all that coming up and more. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Still to come, we're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni, get his thoughts on the upcoming game with UTSA and look at last night's action. Tavion Kinsey as well. Andrew Taylor will hear from those guys later on the program and your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The Miller Lite phone lines. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. So yesterday, Marshall gets the win over FAU 94-82, and I get to talk to Jared West. Jared had a pretty good game. Jared's always going to have a pretty good game. It just... What level of Jared West game did you get? Did you get the always dependable Jared West? Did you get the he had to step it up? Did you get the really bulldog defensive performance from Jared West? Which Jared West did you get? And I think you got a solid Jared West. We talked about this in the other break. Ten points, that's solid for him, 37 minutes. Have five assists. Yeah, a few turnovers. I'm sure he'd like to have those back. A couple of steals. So you get a pretty solid Jared West. But Jared's one of the leaders of this team, and it was just good to get the win for him yesterday. And I caught up with him during our postgame last night, and that was one of the first things I asked him just to talk about the game and the win. Um, it was a really good game, a big win for us. Um, I thought our crowd did a great job. They really brought the energy for us today. Um, it was a hard-fought game. FAU is a good team. Um, it was a back-and-forth game, but uh, I thought we did a great job of just sticking with it, uh, playing hard, and staying uh, staying focused throughout the whole game. You know, like I said, it was a hard-fought game, and uh, it was an easy win, so it was a big win for us. What do you think the outcome was due to? What was different this time? Um, well, it helps because we made shots. You know, we definitely made some more, made more shots, made some more threes, but. Um, you know, I just feel like we played with a lot more effort and energy this time. We When we were down there, I felt like we were a little bit flat. And um, today, I feel like we did a lot better job bringing the energy and uh, being focused on our effort and intensity today. You look at the score sheet top to bottom. Almost everybody is a contributor in the score sheet. Andrew Taylor with 16, Tavion Kinsey with 20, Jansen Williams 18. You guys had a lot of people step up tonight. Yeah, I feel like everybody who was in really contributed, and um, that's big for us. You know, it's a it's a team game. Everybody who got in was uh, knew where they needed to be, played good defense, um, and really contributed today. And, and not just in the scorebook. I feel like it was everywhere. So um, we just got to be able to sustain that throughout the rest of the season if we want to get a chance at uh, the title. Now, the game was competitive, but it – felt like after a point that they weren't going to catch up. It just feels good to know that you've got the foot on the accelerator and you can put a one away. Yeah, I feel like we're starting to really learn how to do that pretty well. Um, 
you know, we, we really did a good job at the end of the game. I feel like if controlling the game, you know, we, we did have a couple turnovers that I really think helped them, honestly. I feel like we could have had um, an even bigger lead. But at the same time, I thought we did a really good job of just being able to finish the game. And like I said, from start to finish, it was a hard-fought game. We had to play hard throughout the whole time, throughout the whole game. So I feel like that was really big for us. Now you got to translate this into the next game, and you're going on the road to UTSA. Again, opportunity there to sort of get some revenge or at least uh, right a wrong. Uh, definitely some revenge. You know, we could do some revenge. But at the same time, uh, it's the most important game because it's the next game. And, uh, you know, we know it's a state. We control our own destiny. If we win the game, we get the sixth seed, and that's really big for us. So um, it's a big game. We just got to go down there, focus, um, learn from our mistakes from last time, and get a win. What's your early impression of going back there? Uh, we got to make shots, you know. If we play defense like we did last time and make shots, we'll win the game. Last time we played really good defense, we just didn't rebound and make shots. And uh, I feel like if we do that better this time, we'll win the game. That's Jared West talking about playing good defense, making shots. I mean, he's got a point there. Make shots. And we'll see. If you listen to Dan and several press conferences, you detect the theme. He's pointing out the fact that, you know what, travel is just not fun in this league. And travel impacts performance. I don't think Dan's making an excuse. I think Dan's just pointing out his observation that, look, we travel, and the way we have to travel, we perform better when we're at home. We perform better if we have to travel one way instead of the other. He gets into that a lot. And listen to one of his press conferences. Listen to another press conference when he he next has a post game. Listen for that. That's just one thing. And that's a good point. They're going early now. They're on the road right now. They're going to be in Texas, at least with a, enough time to sort of acclimate, not let's just get to Texas. Let's go as late as we can, get to Texas, play this game. No, they're on the bus now. They're going to fly out. They're going to then get acclimated play UTSA on Saturday. They'll be in Texas a long enough time to hopefully get their feet back or at least not be too weary from the travel. And then they're going to bus over to Frisco, and they're going to have a few days. Now, as far as Marshall's seed is concerned, no lower than seven. If I understand my math correctly, and I was told that Marshall has clinched at least seven, so there's no way they can fall to eight. Nine or ten, so they're going to be playing either as a six seed or a seven seed. You want a six seed because then you don't have to face anyone from this group one more time, first time out. But you don't want to do that, and that's one of the things I don't like about pot plays. That you fall down a couple of seeds, you got to face a team that you maybe just played. You could end up playing UTSA, lose to them, and maybe the way the seed works. You have to play them right again in Texas. That's a possibility. So pod play, not exactly winning any, well, it's not winning anyone over. It's not winning me over. But that's the travel situation with the Thundering Herd. They've got to contend with that and shooting better. As, as Jared told you, they got to shoot better. But you look at the way he performed, 4 of 10. Tavion Kinsey was 7 of 13. Andrew Taylor, 6 of 9. Michael Byers, 3 of 7, but they were hitting important three-point shots. And they were getting good shots. They were getting good looks. They were getting free-throw opportunities. 
I mean, in comparison, FAU, 14 of 22 from the free throw line. And they were 8 of 27 from the three-point line. I mean, they were they were taking some. Now, a few of those were, okay, they're trying to come down late, catch up, get as many points on the board as they possibly can. And a few of those were forced. They were pretty good crashing the glass. I will admit that. And look at their rebounds again, 42, 17 offensive, 25 defensive. They were pretty solid there. Foul situation, it played in Marshall's favor. They took advantage of it, and they hit more. 20 of 27, you're going to win games like that. And, of course, you look at what was happening on the court with the players. Defensively, Marshall was better. Two steals, that's not a good number. FAU had eight, but blocks, four for FAU, seven for the Thundering Herd. Steals, turnovers, and you got to fix that. Marshall had 18 turnovers. How much of that is FAU defense? How much of that is Marshall? So that's when you highlight because FAU only turned it over 10 times. And the good news is for Marshall, FAU didn't benefit, as we talked about, only 11 points off turnover. So Marshall turns it over 18 times. FAU, they get 11 points off turnovers. FAU turns it over 10 times. Marshall gets 12 points off turnovers. Second chance points, the number we highlighted, 21-12 in favor of FAU. That's the highlight there as far as some of those specialty stats, some of the hustle plays. That's where you look at some of those and see what happens. So Marshall in action Saturday at Texas, but they're on the road now, busing as we speak. So hopefully they're going to have a good trip out. And, of course, we'll have the game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So we got Tavion Kenzie coming up and Andrew Taylor. Later on, we'll hear from Dan D'Antoni, get his thoughts on the game and, of course, the trip to UTSA. We will talk about that and more as the drive continues on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Still to come, we're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni. Also from Tavion Kenzie, we'll hear from him as I caught up with him at practice earlier this afternoon. And I uh, talked to Andrew Taylor, and we'll hear that in just a moment. The Sheriff, I didn't even talk to him about the double-double. I probably should have, but you look at his box score and you see double-double. And last night on our post game, we had the media room interviews, and Tavion was just having a good time because he he saw the box score and he was having a good time with Andrew getting the double double, ten rebounds, sixteen points, four assists, and his sheet was clean the rest of the way. No turnovers, no blocks, no steals, but no turnovers. So it was a clean sheet. Maybe you'd like to have had a couple of blocks, but really, is Andrew Taylor going to be the guy I'm looking for to block a shot? No. Maybe a steal, but to block a shot, probably not. But the herd was seven. Of course, again, Jansen Williams with five shots blocked. And the only reason I didn't get a chance to catch up with him today was because he had class before practice uh, went into the locker room and media availability was over, or I would have talked to him. But that was a great game for him last night. So hoping that he can continue to have that. But Andrew Taylor, he has had good performances against FAU, and I caught up with him at practice earlier today just to talk a little bit about his good performance and, of course, the win itself. 
Yeah, it was a really good. It was a really good win. It was very, very important to get that win before we head down to Texas and play UTSA for the final bonus game and get get into the conference conference tournament. Going on the road now. You've got a really interesting travel plan. You're practicing today, then you're gonna drive to Lexington, get a flight. Travel plans are crazy in this league. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, but you know, at least at least our last bonus game is in Texas already, so that definitely helps out a lot. And it's my first one, so I'm looking to just you know go down there and play as hard as possible and just have a great time with my guys and hopefully we come out victorious. You get UTSA again, as with pod play, you're seeing a lot of teams for a second time. What's different about them, or what's the same that you know? I think what's different. It's not necessarily what's different about them. We know what they have. They got two very good, two very good scores, and the rest of the team is very solid. But last time we, you know, we blew one. Last time we were down there, we didn't, we didn't have a very good offensive game. Jared and Tavion played great defense on those two guys, and I, I expect them to do the same this time because that's what they do. You know, night in, night out, they're guarding the best players on the other team, and they do a stellar job at that. So, I think if we can put together a, a better offensive game, we'll be all right down there. How do you translate what we saw against FAU to that UTSA game? It's going to be a lot different atmosphere. You're going on the road, a lot of travel. It's going to have an impact. How do you take that momentum and translate that into a win in Texas? Uh, we just, you know, do it regardless, regardless of who's watching. You know, you never know who's going to be there. You never know who's going to be watching. But one one thing we can't control is how the way we play and the intensity we come with. So. You know, we got to control the controllables. We can't control if there's going to be 50 people in the stands. We can't control if there's going to be 5,000 people in the stands. So I think we know what to expect. We've been down there once, played played awful in my opinion. So we know what not to do. So now we just got to we got to do it. We got to just do it. So just regardless of how many people are in those stands, just got to bring that intensity. Looking at last night's game, a lot of players on the score sheet, a lot of guys contributed. Do you feel that you're right at where you want to be to make that tournament run? Uh, I think we're definitely closer. You know, there's still, there's still, I think the difference in last night is our lapses in offense or defense weren't as long, but we still have a little bit of lapses every now and then, you know, if we can, if we can cut those out, you know, I would say earlier in the season, we had lapses of four and five minutes at a time, maybe right before going into the half or whatever, we would, you know, let teams creep up or we'd blow a lead a little bit. But last night it was about one or two minutes. We had lapses every now and then. So if we can just cut, that, cut a couple of those out completely, I think we'll be able to put teams away a lot easier without letting people get back into the game. So uh, I think that's going to be a major key for us. That's the Sheriff Andrew Taylor. Caught up with him at practice earlier this afternoon. As I mentioned, I also caught up with Tavion Kenzie. Now, Tavion, outstanding night, as always. Tavion's really been turning it on as of late. 20 points in this game, 7 of 13. He was perfect from the free throw line, had five rebounds. Yeah, he did have four turnovers, but he had six assists, one block. All in all, 36 minutes. I thought was really a, a good performance from him. As I mentioned, I talked to him about it earlier this afternoon when I was at practice. Here's Tavion Kinsey. Here now with Tavion Kinsey. Let's talk about last night. All in all, top to bottom, I thought that was a really good performance from this team. Um, definitely. I think we uh, 
They beat us before. It was kind of like a revenge type situation. But we know, uh, you know, it was our senior night last night here uh, in the cam. So we definitely had to go out with a bang. I think we play a very good overall defense and offense. They, they beat us on the boards. Uh, we had some, some turnovers, but like all in all, I think that was one of our best shooting performances as well as like offense and defense overall performances. So very, very good. How do you keep that consistency going on the road, knowing what kind of crazy travel plans you've got for the next few days? Um, I just say we stay level headed. Don't get too high. Don't get too low on wins and losses. We uh, know that it's really time to key in. We already been focused in ever since it got to, you know, postseason play. But I think we just stay, you know, focused in, locked in. Uh, we got UTSA. Uh, we know it's going to be a tough environment going into there. Uh, we're on the road. You know, we don't even get calls in our house, so we probably won't get calls there. Then going to the right to the conference tournament right after that, it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, it has to be a key focus, a, a key lock-in. I think all our guys are starting to get to that point. So, Going back to UTSA, what's different about them or what's different about you in this matchup coming up? Um, I, I really don't know. I'm going to play like I always play, play hard, uh, give it my all, leave everything out there on the court. You never know when your last game could be, really. But... Um, I say we're a better better team. I know last time they killed us on the board, so that's going to be our our very, you know, they played harder than us. They got the 50-50 balls. They did all the little things better than us. So I think that's what we key in on this time, mixed with what we already do, playing how we already play, and uh, go out there and try to get the win. You feel this team is starting to peak at the right time. We talked about consistency before. A lot of guys stepped up last night. Iron doesn't have an offensive game that he might have wanted, but still he's out there contributing, and a lot of guys stepped up. Definitely, definitely guys are coming into their roles. It reminds me of last year when um, I was a you know, freshman, some freshmen like Marco coming into their roles, uh, Jansen getting his confidence with his shot, guys just trying to step up because we don't really want to lose now. We, You never know what could um, happen, so we, we just – we giving it our all, and guys are more confident. Guys are uh, stepping into the roles that Coach Dan has asked them to step into. Uh, me becoming a leader now, Jared being our all-time leader, as he's always been. It's just everything seems to be clicking right now, and we just want to keep that going. Do you relish that role? Do you relish that role of being a leader? Or is that something that came naturally to you, or you know, was it something you just had to take? Uh, I've always been a leader. Um, High school, I was the captain of my team since I was a freshman. Middle school, same. Any AAU program, same. Last year, it was kind of like a, um, I had to listen to the older guys, but I took that as like, you know, learning experience. I had to learn from those guys because I, I didn't know what the college level was about, and they taught me a lot. And Coach Dan put me in a, a position this year to be a leader and to step up, and then having Jared still be here and he can lead me and teach me things and things like that uh I always wanted to step up and be a leader so it's always it's it's just in my blood something that runs within me so and it feels like everybody on the scene's found their position you know whether it's coming off the bench or you know being a little bit more aggressive on defense if your shot's not going down everybody's finally seemed to have found a rhythm 
Yeah, everybody's uh, found their little motive. That's what I call it. Everybody's found their niche in the offense and on the defensive end. And we got guys, you know, giving their all, uh, doing what they do best. Jansen being a shooter, he's shooting the ball with confidence. Uh, Iron being a big man, he's playing strong down low. Uh, Mike stepping up, hitting big shots and shooting the ball just like he's supposed to. Uh, Jared being the leader, everybody has their role and they try to do their best at their role. And when everybody does their role, it, it comes together and it, it makes something beautiful. So That's Tavion Kenzie earlier this afternoon at practice. You hear that buzzer in the background? I couldn't hear a single thing Tavion said when that thing went off. We were sitting... We're sitting where the band sits, just about. Student section, underneath the rim. We're in that area. And the buzzer goes off, and I can't hear a single thing. That was also my cue to wrap that thing up because I did not want anyone coming out of the locker room giving me the eye. Everybody was working their way back, and I was wrapping up with Tavion. I did not, I've had the eye before where I've gone too long with someone. I did not want the eye, so that buzzer was sort of a hint to wrap it up, Swan. We've got film study and everything else to do. So that was Tavion Kenzie from earlier this afternoon. As I mentioned, they're on the road now, heading to Lexington. Don't know how far they've progressed, but they should be in the air sometime later this evening. They'll be in San Antonio, hopefully by midnight. Again, this is completely unscientific. I don't have the exact itinerary in front of me, but they are traveling as we speak. They'll be playing UTSA on Saturday. We'll have that game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So that was fun to talk to Tavion. We've got Dan D'Antoni. We'll hear his thoughts on a couple of things when we continue with today's edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. It is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan with you on this Thursday, March 5th. We're recapping Marshall's victory over FAU last night, 94-82. We have heard from Jared West, Andrew Taylor, and Tavion Kinsey. And if these are interviews you missed, you can go back and catch them as we post the podcast. It'll be available for you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to anything that we have done on today's show. Now, Dan D'Antoni earlier this afternoon had a chance to catch up with him and a couple of other members of the media as a practice was happening at the Cam Henderson Center before they would hit the road. And Dan, one of the questions that was asked to Dan really involved the scoring or just getting guys going, because you look at the score sheet and you see a lot of guys were able to get going early and they were able to keep that up. But ultimately, Tavion Kinsey has 20 points. Jansen Williams has 18. Andrew Taylor was 16. Jared West with 10. Michael Byers had 12. I mean, we haven't even talked about Gorin. Gorin had 6. Darius George had 8. We haven't really talked about these guys and what they were able to contribute. But if you look at the score sheet, a lot of guys were in the score column early and often. And that's why you've got several players with double digits. you got five guys in double digits. And Darius George, if he could have got another basket, he would have been in double digits as well. 
And so top to bottom, you're seeing some consistency. Iron Bennett, he had four points. If you could get him in double digits, you might have had six guys. You don't know. But there's consistency. People are, are coming along and stepping up and scoring. And Dan talked a little bit about that. Dan really, if Bennett can't score and someone else can score, he's good. And he looks at the numbers. And of course, they were really good in certain aspects. Three-point line, 6 of 10 in that first half. They were 50% in the second half. He's looking at efficiency. When you talk about consistency, he just wants his team to take the shot, make the basket. It doesn't matter if it comes from Andrew Taylor, Tavion Kenzie, Jansen West. Jansen West. He'll love that. Jansen Williams, Jared West. If Jeremy Dillon can get in, if Darius George can add to the offense, Dan's not looking for, okay, i got to have Andrew run the offense. i got to have Tavion score. No. Who's got the ball? Who's got the best shot? Take the shot. Make the shot. And here's Dan talking a little bit about, well, that consistency and the efficiency is what he talks about more than anything. Well, you know, I, where the points come from is his biggest concern is the efficiency from wherever that comes from. And, you know, that's what I thought we would be all year long is that we, we had shooters. <laughs> and I can't start doubting a little bit in the midseason. But, uh, you know, that what we played, I thought, the other night, the shooting percentages and make the consistency of making threes and, and being efficient in the offense. That's kind of what I saw from the very beginning. And hopefully, you know, it's something that's here to stay. It's not going to go away. And uh, we've shown spots of it where we've never been real consistent in getting that done. So he's liking what he's seeing. He wants to see more of it. And last night was a good example of how far this team has come. I mean, 94 points. That's their highest point output of the season. Hopefully Marshall can find a few more of those games as they go to Texas and hopefully are staying in Texas for several days. Now, you mentioned travel on the road and you look at Marshall's schedule and then you have to think, don't like the herd's chances. Marshall hasn't been very good on the road. Marshall struggled on the road. Marshall goes to road games and there's that lack of energy. There's that lack of whatever it is that jump starts a basketball team when they tip that thing off. Dan talked a little bit. He had, He's talked about it several times, but he talks about it again here. Just the way that Marshall's got to travel is something he's been talking about, the way Conference USA is spread out. But in this particular cut, he talks about the team's struggles on the road. Uh, something that needs to be looked in is the travel. You know, I, you want these kids to... This is a tough league to travel in because of the, how it's spread out. And then if you don't travel well, when you go on the road, it's difficult. And uh, I don't know, I don't think as a league or we've really, or as a university, we've looked into it as to the effect it has. I'm just talking with the FAU coach, which they got off of a, bus ride to uh, uh, ODU, bus ride here, staying on the road. They run out of gas, and we talked to their assistant, they ran out of gas ODU. 
yeah, they probably ran out of gas here. And then when we go, uh, UAB, we didn't have it. I watched the USA, uh, the San Antonio, we didn't have it. Now we're going to go on the road again, stay on the road to go to the tournament. And that's a smart thing, staying on the road, because the way the travel situation works for Marshall, they're not going to be able to charter a flight to back to Huntington, get a change of clothes, then go right back out, charter again, and try to eliminate all that wear and tear in the middle. So that's where Dan's been coming from. You're going to probably hear that a couple more times as we get closer to either the championship game or the season ending for the Thundering Herd. Now, this is an important game. You want to get that sixth spot. That's important. You can't fall past seven, but you would like to have that sixth spot. How do you do that? You win this game against UTSA. You get a little bit of a a redemption going on. You get a little bit more momentum if you win this game. And no matter what UTSA has to offer on Saturday, Dan feels that Marshall at least is better heading into this contest. Yeah, we're a better team, period. We're much more stable in our rotation. Uh, you know, Jansen's starting to do what I thought he would do and uh, establish himself as a, you know, a real good four. Uh, Iron's getting better in the post, uh, creating things and when he's in the play. Is he can extend his play longer. Uh, and then we've had, you know, Andy's, you know, getting to be a little bit more what this, what it's about playing at this level. And of course, Jaron Tavion's been solid all, all year long. But George came in. You know, if he comes in and hits three threes or two threes, and, uh, gives me that type of game. And Michael was, you know, one for four, I think, from threes, but still effective playing the way he's playing and you know we're gonna be hard out when we get to Frisco if we we got the physical readiness we'll we'll be hard out that's Dan D'Antoni talking to him earlier this afternoon again the Thundering Herd practiced earlier today and now on the road heading out to Lexington I don't know how far they've progressed but they're going to be taking a flight to San Antonio They'll be playing on Saturday. They're heading out now so they don't have to try to jam it all in tomorrow, get the travel out of the way, get settled, get ready to play that game on Saturday before they have to bus over to Frisco for the duration of their stay at the Conference USA Tournament. Of course, I'm interested to see what the crowds look like at the Star. That is coming up next week. We'll have Marshall's games all tournament long right here on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. But that's the thing that I'm curious about next. I mean, the Star is a fine facility. It's a great practice facility for football. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys, they build facilities right. Nobody's doubting that. But is Frisco a destination? Is that really the destination for Conference USA? Think about it. This tournament... As nice as that facility is, even though it's a football facility, you're playing in two different courts. You've got a a huge curtain to divide the courts. It's an interesting dynamic, to say the least. But is this tournament more convenient to Conference USA membership, or is this tournament more convenient to Conference USA officials? 
mean, it's an easy hop, skip, and jump for Conference USA and the league offices. It really is. Is it a hop, skip, and jump for a multitude of the teams in Conference USA? Not so much. And this is something that I've just thought about for a couple years now. I understand why you do these things. You go where the best opportunities are, but I would like to see Conference USA, at least in some of these championships, especially with basketball, have this somewhere where, one, fans are excited to go. Conference USA needs to realize that, but I don't know if they've got that yet truly in their minds that Frisco might be a great place to go, but what do you do in Frisco? What's the attraction? Is it a destination? Is it a place that I really want to spend my money in or spend my money to get to? Probably is the, the more accurate statement here. Do I really want to go to Frisco? So I want to see the herd succeed, and doesn't matter where they play as long as the herd succeeds, and I'm sure you feel the same way. For the multitudes of herd fans, we're going to be back here in Huntington or in the greater tri-state area or across the great state of West Virginia no matter where you're at, we'll be rooting on the herd. But Frisco, I understand why you're doing it. It might be financially viable. It might be logistically viable for Conference USA. But, boy, it's a pain and then some for a lot of these teams in Conference USA. Go somewhere that's a little bit more centrally located maybe or go somewhere that's more East Coast driven or go somewhere people want to go to. That's just my opinion. Nothing more. Just my humble opinion. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive. Back tomorrow, we will do it all over again here. Don't forget, Marshall Women's Basketball coming up tonight. The ladies are in action, and that game is going to be available. You can go to HerdZone.com as Marshall, 7 o'clock, taking on FIU. And you can listen to the WMUL stream on HerdZone.com. Back tomorrow to do it all over again here on ESPN 94.1 FM. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.